0: Hello and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture plus give you advice on creating your own. It's episode 126, and I'm your co host, Nigel.
1: I am Tazzy, content creator and co host.
0: And as always, we are bringing you interesting discussions with diverse voices, and to help us out as we venture into the upside down, we have two. First timers on the show, so allow me to introduce Liddell, aka Pastelbat, associate social and community manager at Aroc Digital. Liddell, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here and um, accompanying you on this uh, first timers adventure into story x story. We have cosplayer and artist Jamila, aka Black Betty. Uh, Jamila, welcome. Welcome to the show. Technically, we've spoken before, we've done an interview, but this is the first time on the podcast, so different branding. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. And for people (laughs) listening, make sure you are subscribed. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We are pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also send us your feedback and questions to feedback at myamada.com. You can throw them at us. We are at myamada on social media, on Twitter. Let me try that again. We are at myamada on Twitter, at TV on Instagram and TikTok, or at Tazzy on everything. And you can join our Studio 77 Discord to be part of the My Matter universe and meet others in the community. You can also consider becoming a Studio 77 member to support the work that we do at My Matter and get exclusive access to events and artwork in the process. So before we get to all the story discussions, let's update you with what's happening in the My Matter universe. <music> We are nearing the end of season four of the podcast. We've done a whole four seasons of this thing. So December marks the end of a season where we go on a recording break over January and come back for the next season in February. Uh, So after this episode, we have one more regular uh, interview episode uh, and then we have our interview episode. So we're going to be producing the highlights episode where we put together the best bits Uh, from the podcast uh, the bloopers the uh, uh, back and forth with Craig Uh, apparently there's a lot of that Uh, and put that into a bumper size episode for you and then we have our wrapped episode where Tazzy and I go through our favorite stories of the year uh, and try and put them into some kind of uh, loosely ordered uh, list thereabouts so you can catch that Uh, and then like I said that's the end of season four Over January, we'll have different uh, rewind episodes. So there'll still be episodes showing up in your podcast feed. And then we'll be back with new recordings uh, in February of 2023. Uh, So also coming back next year, we're going to have some manga. So we're going to be working on producing uh, more manga next year. That's a a future resolution there. So volumes, but also smaller titles. uh, And we want to get a Kickstarter with Tazzy Story which we've been talking about for what feels like a long time because it has been a long time uh, priority shift but we do have the story it is there i've gone over it and we're gonna do a kickstarter for tassie story uh, as part of our origin series so we'll use, like different bits of comic content uh, but we have comics already so you can check out uh, the comics that do exist already in the My Matter universe including serious through the fog which is our latest uh, story we also have some studio 27 activities happening uh this month or have happened this month so uh you can i think depending on how on how time works you can catch the vod of my conversation with Laura watton Davis who is a comic creator uh, here in the UK and uh, a fellow manga creator uh, as well so uh, she's been doing it a a lot longer than uh, i have so it was good to sort of learn from other people so every month uh, i have a chat with a different comic creator to uncover Person behind the art, and next month, so my first interview conversation uh, of 2023 will be with Japanese comic creator Makiko, uh, and that's looking like Tuesday the 10th of January. The other thing we have this month is our games night. So every month, as well as having conversations with comic creators, we also have a games night where we play a different game with our members. So we do that on Twitch, and this month because it's December. It's uh, it's open to everyone. So once we pin down a date, uh, at the moment we've got Thursday the twenty ninth. We'll see if it holds, but make sure you're following us on Twitch on social media to find out. We're going to be playing Republic of Jungle. Is that right, Tazzy?
1: That is correct. Republic of Jungle.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're going to be playing that. Finding out what that's all about. Uh, You can find out live with me because I have no idea, but it's in Tazzy's capable hand. So you can also check out our highlights of past games nights on youtube we've done a bunch now so there's going to be more popping up uh, next month so next year even one and the same so you can look out for that and uh, yeah this month even if you're not a member you can get involved in that so when it comes to december um yeah everyone's invited and we also have our do i look like a gamer campaign uh, so we've been well we've launched this campaign this year and we're going to be continuing it next year so this is a campaign promoting inclusion and diversity in the video games industry so you can follow us at looklikeagamer.com also on social media to see the photos that we've kicked off the campaign with this year Uh, we're going to have a new set of photos for next year and a whole new schedule of events and activities for people to get involved with Uh, so this year's campaign has been proudly sponsored by Rocksteady Studios and Splash Damage and their support has meant that the events that we have do have been free for people to just wander in and take part because that's uh, that's how we like to do it. So make it accessible for people. Uh, so hopefully we can get more people from the games industry involved in future campaigns. We have a bunch of plans uh, and we're looking forward to bringing them to life. So that is what's happening so far in the My Matter universe. Let's start talking stories, starting with the stories we've been enjoying this week.
1: So, each episode, we like to have a spoiler free discussion of what stories people have been reading, watching, or playing. So, we will start with our guest. Liddell, would you like to go first?
2: So, the games that I've been playing, okay, so I have been loving the new Destiny 2 season because I'm a massive Destiny 2 fan, but also. Which I can't. I obviously cannot say much about. <laughs> but then there's also I have been. It literally started on Sunday. Alchemy of Souls, <laughs> and I just screamed. <laughs> it's my reaction. It's just I just screamed to it. And that is also also what I've been watching. What what Alchemy of Souls about? Oh, so it's a K drama, and okay. it's a bit of a long backstory (laughs) so let me get ready so this woman soul person um it's the easiest way to describe it she swapped her soul spirit with someone because she was being chased right she tended she was actually the most powerful like one of the most powerful sorcerers and she was actually everyone was chasing after so she swapped her soul with someone what she didn't realize and then Normally, you can swap back into your original body, but her body was deceased, so she got stuck. Then, um, she's now in this new body with this new face, and everyone's trying to... It's surprised because it turns out that the, the body that she got into, they're like, Oh my God, they're awake. We didn't think that they'll be back. Like, it's this massive secret. And then you know it's this massive like people falling in love. There's some little really good comic bit, uh, comedic bits. Um me trying not to give anything away apart <laughs> from that first <laughs> little bit, which has to be told to get like away. <laughs> yeah, but I can't say anything more because it then goes on to what happens in the second season. <laughs> it's just like, oh it's just like Magic, K driver, love, but it's like a little bit of love, but not. It's like, but mostly just magic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's the funniest way ever. So there's that.
1: Interesting. That's yeah. So
2: cool. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it is. I'm trying to think what else. What else have I watched? So I tend to binge watch a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can't. I hate being left on a hook. So i don't think that's much else that i've done oh apart from you know the game did you did any of you watch the game awards yes we, we were actually... in the room well
0: not really we're in the imax room <laughs>
2: that's amazing that's yeah, not we in were... the room
0: yeah it felt like we were, were in the room The big
1: screen yeah,
2: let's watch it. yeah oh uh yeah i stayed up to watch uh that and there's a lot of games there that i'm waiting to play like hades 2 <laughs> That's it. Just Hades too. <laughs> <two>. <laughs> that was all my Twitter feed was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could list more, but it's just Hades too.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, like, oh. so yes, Jamila, what about you?
3: Um, I haven't gotten to do as much gaming as I'd like to this year, but it was a lot. It was definitely a lot of Hades. So I'm hype about Hades too. I know. I'll be excited for that. I've binge watched, I've seen a lot of shows, but the one I'm like screaming at everyone about, of course, is Interview with the Vampire, the AMC version that they put out, which is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. They kind of gave it a new twist. And I think that's why I'm so in love with it. I'm also vampire obsessed, but um it's really good. So I'm always telling people about it, like with out spoiling too much, but the the casting choices and just the acting and everything, it's just it's so good.
1: Nice. Yeah, so I guess uh it's on to me. Um I'm trying to think what I've actually what stories I've actually been sort of like playing watching reading cuz actually I have been extremely busy and my brain is poopy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have you watched Wednesday?
1: I have watched Wednesday. I feel like I spoke about that on the last episode though. Did I did I speak about I did Yeah, speak yeah, it was interesting conversation,
4: yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> But yeah, so like since the last episode, mainly a lot of Christmas stuff. So I watched Firefly. This is not a Christmas thing, so I don't know why. I said the Christmas- <laughs> <laughs> so-, <laughs> so season two of Firefly Lane came out. Um, and so I've been like watching it I've been slowly like watching it because I also binge watch a lot. Um, and I'm trying not to do that with series that I actually enjoy. So that, well, it's not, I mean, long. Ugh, how do I put this? I'm saying that like the other shows I binge watch. Yeah, I going to <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get this over quickly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's just certain types of shows that are like really fun to binge watch, and then there's certain ones that I then binge watch them, and I regret binge watching them because I feel like it's better for the episodes to sink in, and then you go back to it and watch it. the next episode. I know what you mean. Sense?
2: I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And for me,
1: Firefly Lane is one of those where I think it's quite nice to sort of like sit for a bit and then come back to it because uh, it has a lot of flashbacks and there's a lot of like sort of like threads that are like woven f- throughout the episodes and then kind of like unravel as you go through. And so I like it to just sit. But then I did binge watch a Christmas TV series, Lillian Dash. Oh, yeah, that one's cute. It is very cute and the reason why I watched it is because there was a person called Dash in my dream like the night before. Really? Yeah so there was a there was I had a dream where someone and I never remember the actual names when I wake up they like quickly like lose grasp of them as I'm waking up and I'm always trying to write down the names that I have in dreams but Dash stayed in my head and then I put Netflix on random like they have like a choose a random show thing and it kept showing me stuff i've like i've watched this i've watched this i've told you, like i never like it came up with jojo's bizarre adventures and i was like i do not want to watch this <laughs> i stopped watching that season one i knew i didn't like that show uh, <laughs> like it was just giving me rubbish stuff and then lily and dash came up and i was like huh dash <laughs> and it's christmasy we're gonna go with that one yes yeah, so, and then i binge watched the whole thing because i was like putting some Doing some DIY, which was, is a really fun, like, oh my god, I really enjoyed it when I first started watching. It, I was like, oh god, teenagers again, I'm so bored of watching teenagers. <laughs> like, I want adults, <laughs> I want adult lives. I don't think there's enough good adult show live, like adult lives shows that aren't like just cringe or like too serious, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. and i've watched every sitcom like every sitcom there is <laughs> 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 pretty much watched them all uh all the ones i like anyway um i've tried them all at least so yeah anyway um but billy and dash gets a gets a good pass because i really like the premise of it so i'll just like do the intro bit because it's not really spoiler and then you'll have to go and watch it if you haven't and enjoy the journey for yourself so it's basically about these it's about um two people who start communicating through a book they both have a library library not a library a bookshop that they're like uh, and one of them leaves a book in the bookshop uh, for the other one and the other one comes across it and there's like a little scavenger hunt and they they don't meet each other in person they're just getting to know each other through this book the reason i really like it is because it's based in the modern world uh where everyone has social media and phones and they managed to find a way to make the magic happen without technology being involved and it made sense if that makes sense <laughs> um Yeah, because I find like sometimes when shows try and do like the we're not going to use phones, it then doesn't really sit realistically in the world because it's like, well, that wouldn't happen. But it gives a reason for them to not be on their phones. It's a really beautiful story of like these two teenagers finding themselves while finding each other. That sounds really cool. So, yeah definitely recommend especially if you're a book kind of person because you'll just be like yeah books are great (laughs) even though like books really don't feature in it but just because of the whole library thing your uh, bookshop thing you're like this is why this is why I still read books and I wonder how many people are going to try and find love through this method uh (laughs) after watching this yeah but that's enough about like two shows that i can remember watching um <laughs> other than the ones that like i've continued watching all the shows i spoke about in the last episode story story episode uh so if you've not listened to that episode you'll have to go back and find out what i've been watching by listening to that episode the other episodes but yeah nigel what about you uh,
0: so i have been reading continuing continuing to read saga so i mentioned on a past episode that season season volume 10 came out recently and it's been a while since i've read one to nine uh, i tend to forget things uh, i have a, uh, a sieve-like memory when it comes to stories for some reason which is kind of ironic but anyway so i've gone back and started reading for one to nine again so up to volume four this is a great comic whether you like comics or not and i guess you could you could be listening to us for 100 plus episodes and still not like comics i think that is that's is possible but if you are one of those people this is a comic that i feel even people who aren't necessarily into comics i can get into because it's such a great story so you've got your space opera type story where you've got two characters are on either side of a intergalactic uh, war between uh, a planet and uh, a moon and they're fighting through like intermediary planets so there's other like, civilizations and races involved. But yeah, so these two people from either side of the of the war have got together and had a baby, which you don't um, fight in a war of your mortal enemies. So they're on the run, which is the premise of the story, and it's just it's just really it's a good good story, well told, well illustrated from Brian K. Vaughan and artist Fiona Staples. So yeah, is I, I can't say too much more about I guess getting into spoilers, but it's such a varied cast of characters uh, adult story, and one I highly highly recommend, so been reading that been watching Russian doll season two, so I don't know if that's a show anyone else has seen, but it's a really good comedy drama, uh, very good comedy drama with a time loop element so i'll I'll leave it there other than to say so season one is excellent, just well. Well acted. the The premise is really cool. We like a time loop mechanic in our stories here, and the the main character Nadia, uh, who's portrayed by Natasha Leon, is really good. is really charismatic and has a has a very cool swagger about her that you just you just watch her play her character. Very well done. So the thing about season one, without spoiling that, is that when I finished season one, I thought that. That would be it. Like they could, it's nicely wrapped up. Does it need a second season? So far, I'd say yes. They're they're making it work because they've not just tried to repeat what has been done before, but gone in a different direction. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it, and I think I'm like two or three episodes in. But yeah, really enjoying it. And again, Nadia is such a captivating character to uh, to watch. Uh, so, been watching that. And been playing. uh, Let me just do my always talk about God of War. Uh, Let me keep that going. And uh, been playing God of War Ragnarok. So playing that again, (laughs) not as much as I would like. It's been a particularly busy, weirdly busy time, even though getting closer to Christmas. But making time for that. Uh, Do I need to say any more? Then I mean, go back a number of episodes to hear me ranting and raving uh, about how good God of War uh, will be is. And let me just say it again, very good game. I'm going to not say anything more about that. I'm going to save that for our end of the episode. So, Tazi, you don't have yeah. to hear more about it one oh more God. time. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> did
1: win so, a load of awards. So, I it did win a it lot of awards. Be somewhat
0: decent. There, there is a reason. There is a reason for for all those award winning. Award wins. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll save that for the end of year so then Tazzy can enjoy that one more time. And the listeners, because everyone loves, loves to hear me talk about God of War, right? Anyway, uh, that is our story discussion. So, let's get into the main story discussion. Today, we're going to be talking about Stranger Things, particularly season four. So, Stranger Things is the science fiction horror drama series created by the Duffer brothers and produced by Monkey Massacre Productions. The fourth season was released this year, July 2022, and in February, the series was renewed for a fifth and final season, which we'll get to uh, in a moment. So, spoiler alert, we're going to get into all the spoilers for the show that we have time for. Uh, I'll do a very quick, uh, quicker than normal story recap, uh, and then we'll get into it. But first, actually, let me do what we usually do and just give a brief overview so what does everyone think about this story uh Jamila we'll start uh with you what do you what's your thoughts on particularly season four of the story in the context of the the entire show
3: I think they did some neat callbacks to like the earlier episodes and kind of like trying to make it kind of circle back on itself which was neat um there's some parts I didn't love but overall I think they kind of continued the story in a way that felt right
0: Cool. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll uh, we'll get to that. Uh, Ladera, what did you think of this <laughs> show? What did you think of season four?
2: Just like long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Didn't we? laughs> it was definitely long.
2: <laughs> I mean, that. <not> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just it was like I like the fact it circled back. Mm. I was liking that. Like I was liking. I was like, oh, this. But then I was like, realistically. The things that it was doing, like they had match it up, and it was get me in my feels. and I wouldn't like get in. no you i no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna like this, I'm gonna like this conversation, uh so long too long sounds like
2: yeah i'll I'll explain that later,
0: okay, okay, all right, I'm gonna like this, all right, tazzy, what are your thoughts
1: uh <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happened in it. To be <laughs> but, um, all I wrote, like, the main thing for me was that I just loved Erica in this season. I think yeah, they, yeah. Really, they really uh, shined the light on Erica. And, and I too. feel like I wish Erica just had her own show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Erica spin off when? Erica spin off yes, when? Right? Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Definitely bring in the energy. I, so I feel like. The show was overhyped, but that's gonna happen, and like I had to watch it near the time, like while it was being released, because obviously they'd done it in like two parts a day, yeah, just because it was like I need to watch it without spoilers because this is the kind of show you need to see unravel. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure,
4: yeah.
1: And if people spoil it, it literally. It really does ruin the show. Like, there's some things that you can spoil it, and, and you still really enjoy. But this is all about the like discovery, right? Mm. Um, and how it unfolds. So I remember just having to watch it so that I didn't get any spoilers. But I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was it was good. It was, okay. I don't think it was as good as I feel like the first season is still the best season. Mm-hmm. But I think I enjoyed a lot of the the like relation, like how people's relationships. Are and why some yeah. of them are kind of thing, but
0: yeah. Okay, I I feel. I feel it's not usually the way this goes. Like, I'm going to be the one to bring most of the enthusiasm. I'm, I'm not used to being <laughs> in this in this position. <laughs>
2: bring enthusiasm, yeah. but just Welcome in a different, way. a different way. I... Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, it's like there's 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 caveats. It's just like, right. you don't want to go into the spoilers yet. So
2: I have to be like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, all right, good. okay,
0: okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will say, I will say it with my chest. So, so I, I really enjoyed this season. I think, Tazzy's point, I think the. See, like I said, uh, my my sieve like memory. So I'm trying to remember exactly what the bits that happened. I feel part of the season one is probably the best season was just the just it had never been done before or we'd never seen it before. And I remember, uh, so I think a couple of you said like you, you like binging shows. I, if you listen to this podcast enough, I not that I don't binge, I can't. Like my binge is, I don't know, two or three episodes in a week (laughs) of a season that that's binging for me so i just i don't know my my brain doesn't allow me to binge i like to watch something and just like contemplate it for a while particularly if it's like a show like like stranger things but i remember watching season one and watching that first episode and being like now i'm gonna watch the next one (laughs) because i'm (laughs) i'm in this world it's just so well done it's one of those things where you can't you can't recapture that feeling Mm -hmm. so feel like every other season sort of falls away because of that but then you've got to rely on like the storytelling and just the story itself so i feel season four if we're saying season one is the the best one i feel season four is is next in line for yeah in terms of like quality and i really enjoyed even though it was long i uh, can't deny hearing the runtime credits it is the longest uh show but i feel from a like storytelling perspective i like to love what they did it was very like the reveals like say i if you manage to avoid spoilers. I feel you got a different experience, and I really like the the character relationships and the the internal stuff for the characters uh, as well. So we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, I, cool. I loved this as, as I was watching it.
1: Can I add another point to my point Go ahead. to my bit. Um I uh, really liked that we the extent we got to see the upside down.
0: Mm. Yeah, we almost didn't leave. Yeah. So, uh, so some people didn't, but yeah. So all right, I'll oh, do a uh, Oh
4: yeah. <laughs> Where's
0: Bob? Let's let's talk about Bob. No, that's <laughs> too
4: soon.
0: Sorry, yeah, I was gonna too say that's too, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's too soon in the episode we the podcast
2: now? <laughs>
0: Let's. I've like, just brought the mood down. <laughs> All right, let me try and bring it back. Let me do this recap and then we'll get into more of the show. So, Stranger Things is set in the fictional town of Hawkins during the 1980s. The nearby Hawkins National Laboratory secretly does experiments into the paranormal and supernatural. What a difference! Anyway, I don't know what the differences are between those. Anyway, if anyone knows, uh, put it on the postcard. Uh, Inadvertently creating a portal to an alternate dimension, the Upside Down, which starts to affect the residents of Hawkins. Season 4 is set several months after the Mind Flayer is destroyed in Season 3. It's 1986 and Joyce, Will, Eleven and Jonathan have moved to California for a fresh start. Eleven, however, struggles with the loss of her powers and being bullied in school. Meanwhile, in Hawkins, Vecna begins killing residents, opening new gates to the Upside Down in the process. In a bid to stop Vecna, Dr Sam Owens takes Eleven to a facility to help her regain her powers. At the same time, Joyce and Murray fly to Russia to rescue Hopper from the gulag he has been taken to. So one of the things I like uh, looking at when I put together these notes is like some of the production stuff. So we do like workshops with young people. And so I'm often in I've uh, classrooms or youth hubs and talking to like kids, sometimes as young as seven or often in their teens about like putting together stories and how these things take time and they don't always come out like perfect uh the first time or uh, or the fifth or sixth or whatever and so just seeing some of the the things in stranger the things in stranger things uh, the things here so one of the things that you know no one can escape is that this was pandemic affected as all our lives were so it had started filming in january i think it's january 2020 and then production was halted in march of 2020 for at least two weeks that was the time where we thought this was going to be a temporary thing. It's all going to blow over. Uh, but <laughs> filming eventually resumed at the end of September 2020. So still in the same year, but six months later. And like <laughs> like we've already said, is uh, it's definitely expensive. Uh, Netflix have, have got the, the money for it. And it was longer. So you've got, by this point, way bigger cast and just lots of story to tell. And Netflix has the money to tell it. So the show was released in two parts, uh, which was held back a month to allow hype to build and netflix reportedly spent an average of 30 million for each of the new uh, episodes which is kind of crazy but some random uh, random facts and i think we mentioned erica already and apparently erica was supposed to have a much smaller role so the actor priya ferguson was a local hire made in atlanta and she wasn't even supposed to be in season 2 as much as she was and that's kind of a crazy thing
3: that would have been a mistake <laughs>
0: That would have been a big yeah, mistake. Yeah, big mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. big
2: mistake. Can you imagine? I cannot <laughs> imagine. I cannot imagine <laughs> I how strange things are going to look without
0: her, her. without her.
1: I can't imagine. I know. Like, like, Erica brings, like Erica brings brings energy. Like Erica,
0: it's like every I time. Erica. Yeah, I just, it's just it's
1: those one liners, and then ah, oh, like, just the, she's the just energy so and attitude. And it, yeah, the attitude is like so good and it's such a sibling vibe like it's just it such it's like a sibling got, vibe yeah it's like the
2: perfect <laughs> sibling vibe it's like oh my god and the fact that they're both into like similar things but mm-hmm. like have different play off in different ways mm. It's and that's how me and my brothers are like we're both into yeah. things, but you know we've got that like we ain't doing it together exactly you go to your friends i'll go to my friends but if our friends cross over we ain't hanging out together (laughs) Oh
0: wow (laughs) lines are drawn (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's funny um and then one of the other things that just like struck me was so this is back to season one but in the original script uh the team so nancy jonathan and steve used the christmas lights to find the monster but then one of the writers pitched the idea of Joyce using them to communicate with Will, and that's like one of those things where, if you obviously if you don't know, you just like oh they just had Joyce do the lights, and it was always like that. But it was like a completely different kind of story, and you imagine like how it would have been if they'd gone with the original one versus like the emotional kind of journey that Joyce goes on when she's using those lights to eventually get to her lost uh, son, and and like no one believes her, and, and like she's got this mm-hmm. hope and. The lights coming, just like that small change in, mm-hmm. in from one of the writers, it just like changes the the course of the story. So yeah, it's just like just like picking out those things where it's like what could have been, what changed, why it changed. Was there anything like watching this new season or from previous seasons that surprised some of you uh, watching the show?
1: Hmm. Surprise. I'm trying to think because I can't remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i should have probably watched a recap beforehand didn't i, <laughs> I don't think about that
2: i was gonna say you know what um surprise you surprise me surprise you surprise me about <laughs>
3: tell me <what> <laughs> me. please
4: tell me i really need to know
2: <laughs> not
3: surprise you i'm gonna help you out
2: <laughs> i appreciate so I it i to your boat. um <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> So i love twisters and the first time because i did have to watch it a second time this is why i said it was long the first yeah. time of me realizing that oh we can go into spoilers now can't we
0: yeah
2: yeah okay cool okay. <laughs> people have been warned. i didn't
0: want people yeah. I, I want people yeah, yeah. you did
2: yeah. okay so when we first found out that the nurse helper that is helping that Oh, is nice. talking to, and then it, we find out that's Vexner, and then it's one, oh. and it's the first person, and it's all switched over. and that's who. And then that's how we first opened the door, like that being like the start of like that whole episode, like it blew my mind. I remember that like my mind too, yeah, I remember like paused it. Going downstairs, make myself a cup of t- cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I need a second. I breaks. need, yeah, I need a second.
0: I feel you. <laughs> and
2: then, like, I didn't go back for it for like a good few months because I was like, this is too much. <laughs> and then, by the time I went back, I was like, now nah, I need to start again because <laughs> this isn't wow, right. I
0: literally blew out of the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I still haven't gone past that bit because wow. I'm like, no.
0: I'm like, that, this is too much. <laughs> that's mad. But that was a, that was a major surprise.
1: Yeah. I'm, I feel like when I was watching it, I remember not being surprised about that necessarily. Yeah. I, but I being don't surprised that, I... that how it like unraveled. I don't yeah, know how to I, explain it. I think yeah. I, I know what you
3: mean. Because like, I wasn't shocked by that like who it was being Vecta. I also think I was semi spoiled by that, but that never like ruins things for me. I still just want to like connect the dots. But mm-hmm. I think it was the role that the nurse and Vecta played. Cause I was like, he seemed suspicious at first. I was like, I don't know if I trust you.
4: Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. like, I, I was but like, I don't trust
3: you. you. I was like, wait, I was trying to remember like, how did the first season go? <laughs> but was I remembering that wrong? Like, like it made me question some of the things because I was like, now nah, I don't know what happened. Did eleven yeah. do See,
2: what? That's why I haven't got past because I keep getting get to that point and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Someone's not adding else in like, my memory. Wait a yeah. So then I keep having to go back. I feel like I'm in, I'm in the bath tank. I feel like I'm in. <laughs> what's it called? What's it called? Nina? I I feel like I'm in Nina, like, having to lay down and they keep putting me back until I know what's going on.
1: (laughs) I think that's why you need to keep watching, though, because I feel like that reveal Mm -hmm. makes even... Because it kind of, like,
0: shakes you up
1: and confuses you, and then it all makes sense. It's like you have all the puzzle pieces, and you're like, these aren't quite fitting, but it's just Mm -hmm. because, like they're the same colour but they're in the wrong wrong place. Yes. yes, yeah. And then when you're like because you know you sometimes have a puzzle piece, you can kind of force it uh-huh. to go somewhere. And then you're like, and kind of looks right. Kind of doesn't look right. Oh,
4: like I feel that's like not. that's what it
1: does. <laughs> it kind of like forces the puzzle together in the wrong way, but in a way that it can go. So you're like, maybe the puzzle just wasn't made very well. <laughs> and then you okay, realise like, not. no, they're just <laughs> they're just in the it's wrong like, spot. It- <laughs> They didn't mess it up you need to start over <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and then when it does you're like oh that wasn't quite the right blue shade yeah. there. and so yeah but oh i remember there being like one bit that surprised me but i no i don't know it's gone it's, it's
0: gone. gone
1: yeah it was there was a on the edge, of my, <laughs> yes. edge of my brain but it just escaped
0: all right if i come back so so we definitely got that i think we're gonna come back to that moment as well but with the like with season four we see what quite interesting like we see different locations Mm -hmm. i mean you know we've always always had the upside down but things largely taking place in hawkins but here we had a whole different state we had people crossing state lines and we had russia Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we had hawkins where you see like the the main friend group and and uh, introduction of like the hellfire club and the dynamic that adds we then see like the russian prison because hopper we discover uh, is alive being held captive and joyce has to travel to russia and then we get the underground facility which is in nevada and we focus on like 11's journey as she's trying to regain her, her powers but then also with her or one of her father figures we see that relationship and then we get a story about like this, if not the start of the upside down, certainly the start of the the first portal uh to the upside down and how that all starts um i mean Tazzy, was there a particular location that you enjoyed most in this new sprawling world of stranger things
1: um I think russia was was certainly exciting mm. because obviously we knew that the Russians had like they've always had because they want the mind they want to access the portal and they want to weaponize it right so we've always known that so it was nice to go there and like that they've got this facility and that that we find out they have oh that was a bit that surprised me when you go into the lab in the russian prison and then there's just like all these specimens and like because it's like they had one and then it was like okay like they've got one but it was the fact that they had like all of them that bit i was like oh like okay, <laughs> but yeah, so that was really cool, like seeing that whole like prison, but actually not prison. it's you know like a secret lab there trying to tame or whatever do whatever with this this uh with the mind flares and that um and then just the upside down, the whole of the upside down was just it was so cool to see so much and how. Like, it works as well, like, with it being, like, further back in time.
0: How about anyone else? Any favourite locations on the show?
2: I liked California.
0: Yeah, how come?
2: I think I like the separation. Only at the beginning, the beginning of it. Like, not the rest of it. Not the bit where it started to go dark. Um, (laughs) I just like the bit where she hit her with this. I'm Um, (laughs) joking. I like seeing that. Um, that's sh- that bit of like showing that like Eleven doesn't realise that she's lying but she knows that she needs to put on a front
0: oh like the relationship mm. aspect yeah of it. Oh. that yeah. relationship yeah.
2: aspect of it
0: that was interesting yeah
2: yeah and then Will knowing that she's suffering but doesn't know how to help mm-hmm. like that whole dynamic change like that's why I say I like it <laughs> it's mm. <laughs> a so, so weird reason to like it but showing that like this happens to, to everyone and like she doesn't realize that she is actually going for, 11 is actually going through like a normal experience that actually a lot of us go through especially when she's got grief going at the same time like that yeah. was yeah that was a really pivotal moment that i don't think that i think gets swept under i was just
1: gonna say like obviously we're talking about place but I'm sure we can go a bit more deep into this, like that that relation, like those relationships as well, because obviously, like there's kind of like a love triangle going on there.
0: oh yeah, mm-hmm. they don't know it yet, but yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's a very confusing time, but they've all also experienced such tremendous trauma. And so, like it's this these layers of like them experiencing this tremendous trauma going through very normal things but not under normal circumstances Mm -hmm. and then like on top of that then there's like uh the brother i forgot the brother's name who's also like jonathan uh, jonathan like yeah who's affecting how they feel as well because they're noticing that he's not happy and like how he's changed but then he's always also carrying this burden of like his family over his future and his girlfriend and then obviously dealing with that and so no one's able everyone wants to help everyone but no one's really able to because there's so much going on
2: yeah like that could have been like a whole different like a complete like drama on its own just yeah. a story yeah. of a family where you know they decided that Hawkins needs saving again
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like nah Hawkins leave Hawkins <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, behind <laughs>
0: You know, I was thinking that at one point in this show, it's like you all just need to leave. It's like leave this place because uh, it's go not. Back. Yeah, yeah. I did like the the travel though uh, for that reason because it it had its funny moments and Jonathan's friends. Dave, the the pizza delivery guy.
1: Oh, I love oh. him. Oh, oh my dial. god! Because
0: he was like the, the comic relief, but he he also he had the outsider perspective uh, as well, which is mm-hmm. interesting. But then just that journey of then everyone because there's so many different relationships. And I feel like this is a, this series is about the relationships as much as it was about like Rekna um, and sometimes because of Rekna or him yeah. making use of that. But just that, that trip uh, allowed for them to explore some of the character relationships. So that was like one of my favorite locations, if you will, even though they were moving a lot. Yeah, which so was interesting because. Is your yeah, favorite? The pizza van. <Yeah>.
3: The road trip,
4: if that
0: could be a location. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say that like, Russia was an interesting one. There, there were a couple of things where, as I was watching it, I wasn't quite sure. And they brought it back; they brought it together in the end. And Russia mm-hmm. was one of them. Where I was like it, it at times it felt so disconnected, even though know, obviously mm-hmm. Hopper is like a main character, and see Joyce is as well. So they go there, you see them, but just uh, just felt so physically disconnected that I, I didn't know how it was going to be relevant to them to winning in the end and or um, I guess technically they lost in the end but uh, the yeah. sort of how it's going to be relevant and in the end and back together
1: in the end yeah and back together yeah. yeah yeah so
0: that's what I'm saying so it, it all brought it together that's why one of the sort of many things I liked about this series is like it, everything got brought back together but as I was watching I was like in the back of my mind I was like I don't know it's, it's interesting but I, like, I don't know how this how this is going to be relevant really and yeah I,
1: I really enjoyed it being like these two separate Stories going on, and I I can't pinpoint what it reminds me of,
4: mm. but I mm. can
1: think I'll of the, Murder. I've not seen that, so that <laughs> maybe I should watch it. But um it's kind of like this idea that the the children are doing one thing while the parents are doing something completely yeah.
4: different,
1: but with similar themes going on. And there's a, I'm sure there's something I've watched that has this in it, okay. and I can't, but I know that that brings back a sense of familiarity of like these parallel stories that are separate from each other but the only difference with this uh, it's annoying because i can't remember the story but i (laughs) i feel like the only difference with this is that then they join together and i feel like the story whatever it is that's somewhere deep within my mind (laughs) they're just parallel and not connected
0: if we're gonna go through this episode it's just going moments so where Tazzy will go like, oh that's it. And oh <laughs> as these things come back. <laughs> okay. No, I just I, want I, to
1: preface to like the listeners. This is the day that it's like been really snowy and it's been freezing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Tazzy's my... powered by the sun. So this is uh, not Yeah, the day.
1: and like today I've been so tired because I'm <laughs> cold <laughs> and like my energy is going to keep him warm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's okay. Yeah, no, I get that though. I I didn't dislike those moments, it's just like that was in my yeah, I you see what you're saying about like sort of parallel, sort of different but thematically connected, uh, in that sense. And sort of bringing it back, and we we talked about like the callbacks, and I feel like one of the things about this this series is almost like going back uh to its roots, so to speak, where what was great about that first season is like a lot of the, the relationships, and obviously that at that time there were new relationships, but Here we're sort of exploring those relationships a a bit more and a bit in a bit more focused uh, way. So we had like a good focus on like meaningful character relationships and everything gets tied up. And I always like that when things, maybe not tied up for the best, but I always like it when things are Mm -hmm. connected, you get the resolution uh, at the end. I feel there's some moments in, I don't know if it was season two or three, where certain things went went somewhere and didn't really add anything. One of the things I felt make season one really cool is you had Eleven as this character with so much power, but who's so vulnerable. And we sort of went there in this season in season four where like she loses her powers, but she has that like such power that she eventually gets back, but then she's in a very vulnerable place because as we mentioned, you know, she's been bullied at school. That's such a normal, seemingly normal thing for someone with such great power. But we see her in that in that conflicted state, and it was it's obviously troubling to to watch, like at this point a character are all kind of behind and everything. But as from a story perspective, it's really it makes it really interesting to see like a character who can just, you know, with a flick of a wrist, just uh, take out people, but he's in such a vulnerable position. And then one of the other uh things I liked about from a character perspective is actually Nancy, who has a big part to play in this series and has a lot of agency where as in the first season, she's almost a damsel in distress or you know, leaning towards that. But here, she's like, she's like core to how they go forward, how they, how they try at least to win the day. And she plays a big part. And she was actually the, there was a second part. So I mentioned there were two things that, as I was watching it, one was the, the Russia location thing. And the other was actually Nancy, because she has a moment where she goes and finds, she does her journalistic thing and she goes to the prison. And at the time, I was like, it it felt a bit random. And then, but it, they tied it together. I don't know how you all felt about like one Nancy as a character, but then also like her her trip to the prison, which sort of leads to them discovering more about Vecna and the music and everything like that. And then it sort of ties in to what's been happening. But I don't know how you all felt about that.
1: Oh, I loved Nancy. That <laughs> I'm gonna collect my thoughts. I'll get back to you.
2: Okay. <laughs> I find Nancy Okay. I started with an irritation of Nancy because I was like Ooh. she in thought... this season
0: or the whole from the season whole, one?
2: So the whole from season okay. one. Because I was like, she let my girl die. She she <sighs> was just yeah. about she was just about the boy. She didn't really care about like anything that was going on. And then like as it's gone on, like especially season was it season three when she was interning and everything happened, I was like, you know what, actually She's turning it round. She's getting it back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. She's she's actually, and I felt sorry for her because of how they're treating her. And I think it was just, you know, I think that's probably what got me. And then I was like, season four, it. I was like, actually, you know what? Nancy, Nancy is a main character. Nancy yeah. isn't. I thought I thought she was a background character. Like, had to be there because you know, Mike's brother, Bright's sister. But now I'm like actually main character, like you know we either have to have like someone who has good looks, like you know you hate that about a series where they have to have someone who's like (laughs) tall blonde, so they have to meet them in the main series. Like you you get that vibe, don't you? That's what she gave me, and I was like instantly disliked because I was like you're a little girl, (laughs) blah blah. blah. I don't want to like you, and now now I'm like you know what. yeah she fully tears it around she knows how to go she protects the those kids she protects her friends and when she went she has agency
0: in this season yeah
2: and when she went to the the prison to go see him and she was finding out all the information i was like oh she's she's got it yeah yeah Yeah, they let her they let her
3: grow as a character which i liked for her because Yeah, like, I didn't really like her that much in the first season. She was okay. Um, And she was just kind of, like, the character we had to follow because she was there. But um, it was more, like, the love triangle, the love story, all that stuff, which Mm -hmm. wasn't as interesting. But it was, like, nice how much they really reinforced in this season how much she's taking the lead, like, to the point that they had times where someone was like, oh, I'm going to drive. And she's like, no, I'm going to drive. Like, that was pretty much how she was doing it. She was like... I know I can do journalistic stuff. I'm going to come up with this plan. And like, they let her do that, which was kind of nice to see. I still have slight qualms with her (laughs) as a character, but I'm glad they gave her more personality and more agency. And I think that's kind of because they want to make up for her guilt around Barb, which they do bring back, like when she has that moment, which was good. I'm glad they did that.
1: Oh, I really love her character growth in this. And I kind of love that she looks like like she she uh, in, at the beginning of the 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 show that she's kind of like made to just be like this kind of like the the delicate flower the like prim and proper like doesn't get her hands dirty kind of daddy's girl and then like by the end like she's really just. Dis- herself because as well like you can't really blame her for being that person because that's how she's always been treated like that's how she's been raised um Hmm. but i just love her character growth but i also just love her relationship with robin and how they both kind of grow each other and their dynamic because at first they just rub each other the wrong way different
0: characters and
1: they're they're polar opposites (laughs) like everything about them is just the polar opposite but their journeys are very similar in terms of like them discovering themselves and like realizing that they both you know have they both bring out strengths in each other that they didn't know they had and I love that they find each other really annoying at the beginning um (laughs) and then by the end they're kind of like besties (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they grow really close because of that and then they recognize that actually it's their differences that make them both good that they work but that, that, yeah. yeah that there's a friendship there and that gusto as well because nancy is really like quite determined and brave and then robin even though is the one that will just that doesn't really care what people think is actually not as brave and doesn't have that level of determination. Even though, like, on the surface, it, you'd expect it to be the other way around. But yeah, I absolutely just love the dynamic. And I love the character growth. And I love that it's that they push each other to grow and that they really don't like each other. But they just work together anyway.
0: And they both they just discover that as they're going, oh, okay, this... It does kind of work, like that moment where they're in the—is it like the university or the library? They're trying to get access to the books, yeah. and like Nancy tries to do it her way, and then Robin's like, "No, <laughs> yeah, stepping in here." And it's like, okay, that that gets us somewhere.
1: Yeah, and then like they're looking, and then they finally figure out that it's going to be in the wit, like the unusual news article. Yeah, and it's like why? Why would that be a thing? <laughs> why would? And it's yeah. No, I really, yeah. really enjoyed that.
0: So we've got that element of like going back to, uh, or yeah, going back to character relationships or how characters started in the beginning and developing that uh, is also something like relatively new. I, I mean, for this uh, series anyway, where the main villain actually wins. So Rekner wins at the end; he survives. Well, yeah, he's he's out there, and what he sets out to accomplish, he actually accomplishes it. And I always find that interesting in in stories. Like it made me think of um Avengers Infinity War where the villain, well he's well technically Thanos is the protagonist in that film, but yeah, the the bad guys it, it actually wins. Like what he sets out to do, mm-hmm. he does and what happens at that point. Cause it's from a like story perspective, it's a it can be a, a weird thing where you expect like the most of the stories like, you know, protagonist sets out on a goal antagonist trying to do some Antagonisty stuff, and get stopped at the end, and everything's right. The world goes back to where it is. But in this, the world doesn't go back to it. And I think part of that is because they they knew that there's going to be a season five, and that's going to be the final season. So I imagine, <laughs> and I have no insight in this, but I'd imagine the way you'd approach it as like writers, is you're actually looking at two one story over two seasons. So this mm. is like a midpoint for them. But from like the viewer perspective, so like, oh, this is. Interesting. I don't know what's going to happen because I'm used to, especially with Stranger Things, you're used to seeing whatever monstrosity comes out of the upside down being destroyed. They reset and then a new one comes. Whereas here, like the villain doesn't get destroyed completely. And what does that do to your expectations? And so I feel that's an interesting dynamic they've set up.
3: I mean, I think it's interesting because from what we know from the beginning, we assume that they're always winning against the villain, but that's not really the case. That's kind of what's so fascinating about Vecna's reveal, is that we've just, and they talk about it even in the show, like, they're like, we've defeated the Sentry, or we defeated some random, like, monster that just happened to get through. Yeah. And that really is what happening. Like, we just have never met who that person pulling all the strings has been until, like, this season. And then it's like, yeah, that's why they can't ever seem to win, because it was... like yeah we won and then like the like camera will pan to like somebody (laughs) and they'll be like we haven't won and you're like oh no (laughs) (laughs) and so it's like i think that's like why it's happened is but like this time we do we see 11 like fight vecna and we're like yeah maybe she won but even then we're still like they're still like no (laughs) (laughs) she didn't really win because it was like the plan still like happened anyway so it's like, I think it's more bleak because like all the time we thought we had an idea of what oh, we were going see, on, now we really yeah. do. And we're like, damn, <laughs> we couldn't even win yeah. that. It's like, ouch, my feels. Like, how are we going to win this one?
2: Do you know, um, you know the phrase, oh, what is it? Is it you lose a fight, win the war?
0: Oh, lose the battle, but win yeah. the war. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's exactly what's happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's been losing some battles, but. He's winning the war.
2: Yeah. He really
0: is. It's interesting because they, because what he's, what Victor's done in that, where it leaves the the end of the, end of season four is like, it's stuff you can't take back. Like, you can't take back like no. hell opening up <laughs> in, in Hawkins. <laughs> like, that, that's going to change things, uh, like, irreversibly. And that's, again, I sort of always think about like, from storytelling perspective, is that that could be a difficult thing because sometimes when you make a story, mm-hmm. you kind of, you you want to go f- so far and then bring it back to safety and everything's <laughs> everything's all good. But here it's like they've they've gone past and they're like the life is different now in Hawkins and strangers I, because of what's happened.
2: Can I throw a curveball? What if season five they just do a loss and be like they wake up?
0: Oh no! You can't.
2: <laughs> I would be so angry. That's, I'm yeah. sorry. I'd be so mad. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, no, they can't. I feel it I feel they're too good to, to do <laughs> that. <not>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah (laughs) that would be a that would be a careful for
3: (laughs) rioting
1: i think the other thing is also like so the the kind of previously like everything's happened and the rest of the town is just like oh these weird things always happen in hawkins hawkins is cursed and then now it's suddenly like it's in your face (laughs) yeah (laughs) and 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 these (laughs) like kids that have been like the outsiders and the yeah. weirdos have been like at the like have been fighting this and have been protecting them the whole time <laughs> and then like the, i don't know like as well because i think the characters kind of relish in the fact that they're part of this like secret club that knows knows what's going on um and up until this season even though it's really serious serious and the last season obviously like very much affected some of the characters um emotionally like this is now like oh like it's no longer a game like we're no longer just playing real life dungeons and dragons it's real and i feel like you can tell that that's now finally hit all of the Characters, whereas yeah. before I feel like they were still having a bit of fun, like "oh, we're we real life playing real life Dungeons and Dragons."
2: <laughs> yeah, like we're all the characters, <laughs> all the characters were named after something from Dungeons and Dragons, but you know for real, it wasn't what the character the actual enemies were called if that makes sense yeah
0: because yeah. they were they were like, mapping out the game right
2: yeah mm-hmm. so it's like henry but actually they're calling it feckner and that's for something from mm-hmm. dungeon and dragons
1: yeah and i feel like now is the point and you could sort of see it with the characters at the end that like oh no like even though they've people have died already like I don't think it quite hit them all yet and as well they were like younger and then you can sort of like I really like how the characters have actually like grown up as well in their behaviours and stuff but yeah I think now it's like it's cats out of the bag for everyone. yeah, Not just the few people that stumble into this madness.
0: It's like everyone knows now, so yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting fifth season. And like we we talked about Vecna, right I feel like we need to touch on the the special effects. And I, I feel like I want to, not that I have any great expertise in special effects, but just bring this up, just as a as a average viewer just watching things, just to maybe contrast with some of Marvel's shortcomings. Because watching Stranger Things just makes me a little bit even more frustrated with some of the stuff seen from Marvel. Because we've we've talked about sort of Marvel and the special effects, and or sometimes lack thereof. In some of the shows, but this is you know what you what can happen when you have a a focus on a specific project. I feel that's you know we've really had these discussions about Marvel and the pros they have to get the scale of film and TV. But it's just nice to see here, special effects but also practical effects and a combination of the two to give such a powerful visual image with Vecna when we go into the upside down. And obviously, you know it's it's special effects. So I'm not saying it's like oh I, I had no idea there's no real upside down but it's like it it all fits it fits believable and you're in the world that at least from my perspective there's nothing that takes you out of this world you're in and it's just nice to see that focus and that attention
1: yeah you kind of just summed it up and and i don't feel like there's much to add to that like that's
0: fair yeah yeah cool, yeah. I'll take that. You have any agreement? Yeah, yeah. No, it just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it just looked really good. It just looked really good. So, um, all right, let's talk about these characters and these relationships. Uh, I did like seeing, I was like, like character focus stuff as well as like plot focus stuff, but just seeing the different, the different character relationships and the different character internal struggles, I'll say. So we see various strained Relationships, uh, in particular, I don't know if any particular re- relationships to that to but I feel like the Lucas and and friends, and particularly Lucas and Max, because of what Max was going through, there's something different connecting. So you had Lucas, who at the time of like the start of the the show of season four, is in the basketball team and has joined, I guess, the core cool kids. If you know the DD group are the misfits. Uh, you've got the cool kids and that puts a strain on his relationship with his friends but in particular you've got the relationship between Lucas and Max because Max is particularly suffering from like as Tazzy mentioned the the trauma and and grief of losing her brother from the previous season is like distancing herself from the group and it's like everything is is in such a I don't know just such a state (laughs) Um, were there any particular like relationships or or characters that that stood out to you Jamila
3: personally I love the the ones with the kids and the people they've formed bonds with I mean I love all the like love story stuff those are always interesting in their own way but like I really like the like these kids have parents and they have their time with their parents but it's kind of neat to see how they've kind of created these adult figures of some of the older teens or they're not even teens anymore in this case some of them are college age around them and like that kind of relationship like dustin has a habit of just like adopting people yeah as like like mentors in some weird way <laughs> like. but like in the nicest way because i feel like every time dustin like picks somebody like you know that character might grow a little or something mm. just by being around him um but he just—I I really just like a lot of the relationships he's had with people. He also just meets really interesting people. So even though like we don't see him directly, get to talk to even his girlfriend. Like getting to meet her family was just really oh, interesting yeah. in its own way. <laughs> they were just yeah, like, it's interesting wow. that everyone
0: else met her.
3: Yeah, <laughs> everybody, but but like it was kind of <laughs> nice too because the whole season before almost no one believed she existed. Yeah. And so we do get to see her and she's just as interesting as we thought we, she would be, you know, so it's kind of cool. Um, but I, I kind of like the relationships and the like pseudo adulthood that a lot of these older kids kind of go through. Like, I I love Steve Harrington. I did not love him at the beginning, but his progression has been really interesting
1: mm-hmm. over the years
3: just because he's had to kind of like deal with these kids and like spend time with Robin and kind of like grow out of all of that like from
4: yeah.
3: the guy he was into the guy he is now to the point that yeah. he's like I'm going to protect these kids and you're like why you <laughs> <We> barely <laughs> know them I mean you know them now but you barely knew them and yet you're like you're ready to like show up and like protect them as if you were their parent but you're definitely not like
1: <laughs> what in the world um, I find him so unre- like he's so unrecognizable from the first season <laughs> it's, it's,
3: like, I, like I think look at him again and be like <laughs> Oh
1: my god. He was the same Steve. Yeah, he was like the hot like the hot douchebag character. Yes. That's who he was
0: supposed to be. I think I read that. He was specifically supposed to be the character that people didn't like.
1: And then he grew into like this um, the most lovable, like caring, so committed to self-growth. Like
2: (laughs) complete opposite. You're like, who are you? Who are you? My favorite thing about Steve was when um when like he confessed his feelings for Robin and Robin mm-hmm. was like uh, so, you're not my type <laughs> And he was like, I, Yeah, I so we're just that gonna that be moment. friends. And then yeah. he just never never discloses anything about her, but he's like, yeah, 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 we're just really close friends. Like he just he was like, I don't care, you shut me down? Cool, we're still hanging out, I don't give I don't care. Yeah. He was like, Now you're my best friend because I yeah. think you're
1: that cool. Like... like
2: we can both be like, that girl's hot. Is this one yeah. for you or for me? I'm
4: yeah. just like, oh like yeah.
1: God, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and he's like what is he going to <laughs> um, and he just fell into it and there was no like him trying yeah. to like convince nope. her that that's yeah. not what she really wants he was just, he was just like oh damn he's <laughs> like, like, you, and you're like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, well we'll be we'll, we'll be each other's wing person people
4: yeah. like
0: oh <laughs> but I like that effect that she had because then he opened up more and then yeah. like you say like the work, the, the self improvement and stuff like it allowed mm-hmm. them to like go through that process. And I guess, you know, we talked about Nancy and, and them being on their respective self-development paths and sort of in a way crossing mm-hmm. again a little bit throughout this throughout this uh, show. And they they both come back as or come into each other's lives again as different people and then them kind of seeing that. So that was interesting. What do people think about uh, Eddie Munson I think sort of touched on him as in Dustin's weird mentor uh, adoption process but uh, <laughs> he was a brand new character for this season he was interesting because he his like role in the school is like the like, the head of the misfits so in one way he's he's not popular but in another way in his circle he's, he's very popular and then uh, commanded a lot of power in that D&D circle but then his relationship with dustin sort of changed him and dustin who's just like dustin's a leader like <laughs> that guy's kind of just uh, just just falls a true into a leader like a true leader like yeah a as in like, he like leads
1: by example and yeah.
0: it just takes control it's like yeah <laughs> yeah but what do we think of eddie
1: i really like eddie's character and like he's he's obviously like the, the misunderstood misfit and obviously he's he's sort of labelled as the the like you know he's doing the devil's work (laughs) but it's actually this really 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 like just super nice human being and even though i don't know it's like the i forgot the girl who dies i forgot her name chrissy chrissy Chrissy? oh the first Um,
4: oh yeah, yeah yeah
1: but like obviously when they she's having like the headaches and that and Mm. so goes to him for drugs and then they have that really nice moment of them both being like oh you're not anything like i would have thought and you're not anything like i would have thought um which is really nice i mean it's a bit like tropey but um (laughs) (laughs) it was really nice and then there was like the you know well we actually like whatever the connection they had when they were kids and it's like oh you're that guy but yeah I, I don't know like i just liked his character and i feel like it was kind of you the way they um showed him there was like points where you you were questioning like is he is he bad
4: <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> like is he actually a bad man and then they're like no he he isn't there's like nothing truly bad about him he's a good guy. yeah he's a good guy
2: i am um, i call him like a soft boy like he has that he has that like mean person energy like about him but but like deep in his heart you know like batman he's like really soft (laughs) that's that's exactly how he is he's like really soft and kind and actually wants to be there for people and is really timid and just wants someone to follow do you know what i mean like Mm. he's just needing that extra tlc
0: yeah, and I feel that whole persona kind of drops. When I mean I mean, I guess getting accused of a brutal murder will do that to you, but his persona sort of drops. Yeah. And you see like Dustin essentially like pick him up again and then build him back up.
1: Dustin, true leader. Um I, cause I think as well he really does like you see how much he cares quite early on because he's like leading these misfits and like wanting to protect them from this world that's never gonna quite accept them and like let them be the them true well what he thinks is letting them be in their true selves but i think that's like kind of his growth growth is that you don't have to be one or the other you can you can be a bit of everything Mm -hmm. and him realizing that you don't have to choose between being a misfit and being part of the rest of society You can be a bit of both but yeah but i liked i like that you sort of saw that early on like is clearly a caring person and obviously then we see him kind of break down and we see that he's a soft boy (laughs) (laughs) and then we see him actually sort of gain that braveness that he was faking before yeah and so i feel like we see a lot of stages with him and see a lot
0: yeah there's a lot of characters that go through a lot of stages in this i Uh feel uh, i mean we could do a whole second podcast on, on all the characters
1: um, what's his name? The uh obviously we've spoken about Erica and we can speak about Erica uh constantly. But the the uh basketball dudes, I don't know yes. his name.
0: Lucas. The, the jocks. Lucas? I don't know their name. No, to, not
1: Lucas. Oh, you no, no. trying to get into yeah, that like oh, the head God. of the bus. Oh, yeah, like, so as a bad character, <laughs> like <as laughs> a, like the, it's like one of the evil characters. He really, really stood out. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> that like he was just manipulative and one-sided, and it just—he was a really well-written horrible character. <laughs> character. but I will, you know what? I will
0: say because I didn't like him, and there was oh, pretty much no point that I liked him, but. When I was thinking about it, I was like, "He, the way he react is is not out of the ordinary for no, for no, no. What he he acted like
1: what most people, yeah, people would react. that's is that that is that's, that's why I didn't like him like, even more. Like, yeah. yeah, it's exactly. frustrating because it's we
0: like we know everything, but if you don't, it's like okay, I I can see why you'd react like that."
1: yeah but that's also why i like really 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 hate him because he personified like the part of humanity and society that i really dislike and that's like Uh... everything being based on assumptions and not allowing like he just didn't give a chance like he just took in his mind like this is what happened and
4: yep. mm, no- that was it and yeah. that,
1: that's what he stuck to it yeah there was there was he, like, no room for not
3: once like it didn't matter if they tried to explain anything he didn't care because characters did
1: they like tried yeah. to explain what happened yeah.
3: and he didn't care yeah
1: he didn't why, like, care wow, he, he, would... <laughs> he was stuck in the story that he had re- like he had fought up and that's like oh it's the thing i really just despise the most about humanity mm. <laughs> yeah it's that it's that and it's I think because I've known so many people to do yes. that and so many people do it with me, like have this story. Like they make up the story and it doesn't it doesn't budge. And that's like what the bad side of like stereotyping. And it's it I know it's like a real human nature thing, but yes. we're better than that. Because we are humans and we have these amazing brains and we can we can override. He was not our using like, it.
0: He yeah. was using his brain to buy guns, which is a very Human thing as well, I guess. But <laughs> definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but like, oh yeah, it was just oh, but he was so <laughs> well written. Like, just so well written. Just like his influence on the other, like other characters. Like he was so manipulative. Yeah. Talk about the leadership. He, like, That's a bad leadership. The, yeah. The way he walked into the like meeting thing is like we just got to like grab arms, like come on, like rallied them all together and like started a witch hunt. I was like, oh, I hate that. <sighs> You so represent so many people in society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. All right. So, oh, actually, I just wanted to mention Max again, just because I feel her arc of like just dealing with grief and just related to her journey and like the difficulties she was going through, and the actor just playing. I think all the the, the kids. I say kids, but they're old enough now. But they all did so well, like conveying yeah, very so dumb, heavy. Man themes like through like losing her brother and then just isolating herself and just having that difficulty of being attacked in isolation and having to learn about like reconnecting with people and that's a, a lot for a young actor to to go through. But she does it so well.
2: And then finding out that you're gonna die within a certain amount of time. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. And yeah.
2: I'm writing those letters. Oh, when when Max wrote those letters, I remember crying mm. um because I was like that's such a heartbreaking thing for, like, to do someone that. who is technically a teen to do, knowing that that's your last moments and that's what you're going to have to send to people, that you won't be able to see. Oh. And then when she was reading the letter to oh <gasps> the no, tears baby. were flowing.
1: It's a lot. <laughs> she
2: already had such a complicated
1: relationship with her family.
2: Yeah. Like... But- like even through those complications and you know that it's like it was never okay but she still wanted to be like i love you and you know i want to say goodbye to you in the best way possible like i just my heart was breaking so much
0: mm. no i get that there's yeah, yeah there's a lot i related to with max i wanted to say lucas because he's black but now is the uh the teenage redhead that i uh mm-hmm. Identified with a lot, but um yeah, no, she she played that role.
2: I mean, it was his girlfriend, so on his yeah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, adjacent,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm in the ballpark. <laughs>
1: oh there's there's one thing just while i remember <laughs> that i wanted to bring up it's the um so obviously like lucas goes off and is like i want to be i want us to be cool like this is our chance to be cool um and he's really getting into basketball and like that's the thing that he cares about but obviously then um there's the whole like D D thing and then he's letting them down the D. it was a really good scene but i i feel like so a lot of people like would tweet about it and like given their, like, two cents on what, how people, sh- like, how Lucas should have behaved. Oh, we're talking, like, real life, yeah, yeah, talking real oh, life Yeah, yeah, talking real life to Like, it's obvious, like, Lucas should have just, like, gone to a D&D match. He, like, let his friends down. But actually, like, for me, I see it as, like, they all let each other down. Because as much as, like, the D&D thing is obviously something they've done since they were little, and it's, like, a long thing coming, and it's really, really important. So was Lucas's match. And even if it wasn't necessarily for the right reasons, it was still something really important to him. And they completely dismissed that. Like his friends, at least he understood. Yeah. At least he kind of understood the choice that he was making Mm -hmm. and battled with it. And they just completely dismissed that that was something that was important to him. Yeah, I agree with that
3: because i was like just, it's, a two, it's a two-way
1: street and now they were like no we're not gonna go to your match i was like damn y'all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't even ha- okay. like they didn't even care they was like no you're just nope. doing your cool like it was like but it's something that he cares about so yeah for whatever reason he cares about it it's not yeah they they both lay each other down but it, at least he thought about it and i just think like lucas you were being being a bit of a Bad friend anyway, but they didn't have to be... They didn't have to let you down like that. It
2: was more of the way that they were like yeah but you're always on the bench like
1: ugh. yeah yeah like, like,
2: yeah you know, to oh. be a little supportive like yeah help <laughs> them out
1: like go one match like even if he is on the bench be good friends like,
0: like we only come to see stars <laughs> like we don't
1: <laughs> oh, and like the thing that bugs me as well is like the D match could literally wait like
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they give a reason why it had to be that night
1: it's just because Eddie, what, like, just insisted, like, yeah, it was like an Eddie thing. Like, no, you like, you, you commit, you commit to the health. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but realistically, it's like that just involved, like, it didn't involve a whole different school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That logistically it
2: like had night. to be. <laughs> nah, 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 you He always at the bench. What do dear D? Do? <laughs>
0: That's a really good point actually Tazi's so, um, All right, so before we end on like themes and takeaways I want to just touch on like favorite moments or favorite episodes uh, maybe I will say that I mean for me there's like loads of loads of moments I think like just Victor's first kill just because uh, I don't know you're not supposed to support the the upside down kind of was he like a, he's a god in the upside down World, uh, he's the bad guy. I get that, so i are not supposed to support him. Um, I'm, you know, no one hates upside down creatures more than me. But the first kill was just so good. <laughs> Trying to find another way, uh, that was so freaky. It was like scary the way that he was contorting like limbs and everything. And then the way he did it, uh, I love how they set this up. He did it. They did it in a way where <laughs> once you see that clock, <laughs> once you see the, it's basically you're done. <laughs> you're <laughs> This guy is batting like 100%. <laughs> he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't miss. So when they came to Max, they were like, oh, Max is done. <laughs> she, I don't know what her, the actor's contract says, but she needs to find another show because she is not going to make it. No. So it's, just set you up like that. Just, I love how they how they did that.
1: Mm. I feel like there's a lot of really, there a lot. really good moments because I feel like, oh, do you know what? The thing that they've done, like this show done so well, is like transitions. Like,
0: oh, yeah, we we mentioned actually you, thank you for reminding me yeah, so many good transitions transitions, like
1: there were so many good transitions, so you mentioned the the d and uh, d slash basketball match, earlier, yeah, and that was like a great scene because of it, it was the transition between the two <gasps> and Erica's great acting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really pulled those moments together because it's like cutting just at the right times. Cause how do you make a and D match exciting? Like without without it being like a it's
0: like false like, to the game, like
1: Yeah. And we cut it with an intense basketball match and some epic music. Like brilliant. Um and then when they were going through the hole to the upside down in the uh, caravan, the way they like, flip the cameras. Oh my God. They just done it so well. The transitions in this were just on point. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Just like matching on like themes sometimes or just yeah. the, the flow of movement. So, yeah. yeah.
1: On point. So many great transitions.
0: <laughs> no, I second that. Definitely a second that. Jamila, uh, Ladil, any favorite moments? Well, any more what? favorite moments? Because. <laughs>
2: i would probably say um one of my favorite moments was uh was it was it when they're at the rock and like everyone was talking and then for no reason whatsoever dustin is like me in my brain and he just goes on about the magnet and how it was off and it just goes on to a whole different tangent.
0: Oh, I forgot it, about that. But it
2: leads, it leads to them finding Watergate. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh wow, there's a lot I've forgotten about this show. <laughs> there's
2: so much that happened. I'm on like, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm
2: like oh. I said, I told you it was long.
0: It was, yeah, there was a lot, in, was there. There was a lot in there.
2: was <laughs> There was a lot. But, like... The fact that like they were having like a moment, like they just found that was it, they just found Eddie. Um, it was going on and then Dustin, for no reason, like they could have been talking about like what's dinner, blah, 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 blah. But <laughs> Dustin's like, yo, I told you I was right. Their magnets are <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's me and my brain. That is me you and my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's me and my brain, and how I will not get off this one thing because I know I was right. <laughs> <laughs> and i need to prove it like that's me oh, and my I need brain people to know yeah
0: <laughs> that's funny um that's you know what? it's the thing about doing like retrospectives on the whole season there's so much there's so much in there yeah. but i guess we gotta uh we gotta pick and choose the, the moments but yeah there were like I, one thing just to shout is that i didn't actually notice at at the time uh, as my experience but when uh nancy and robin go to meet uh victor creel like the the guy who plays him, Robert England, uh, is the original Freddy Krueger. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I only knew when I was putting it together the notes, but that's a pretty cool kind of nod there. Yeah. Do you know I mean? any moments before we go to themes? And
3: I don't have anything else to add. There's so many.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I know. There's so many. All right, we'll do. Uh, we'll, we'll, do story, we'll do themes. We'll do themes. All right. Cool. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, listeners know we like to cover like themes. Try and pick out things, uh, meanings, and there's. A few things, we well, kind of two of them are kind of related, but we have we mentioned this idea where the show is about definitely about external threat and we, we see that, but a lot of its themes come from the internal struggles and like one of them is just this idea of it being okay to be different and characters realizing that. So, you know, we see like Eddie's into Dungeons and Dragons. Um, we see Will and Mike have their conversation where Will expresses some kind of romantic interest in in Mike, but Mike doesn't pick up on it. So I'm guessing that's going to be something that's going to be explored. You get Lucas. We talked about sort of being stuck between two worlds, trying to be part of the the cool kids while like still hanging on to his his friends. And I feel with Eddie, we've we've spoken about where you you get that. No, actually, sorry, not well, Eddie, yes, but also even Lucas, like just where he where it he needs to be. Like he realizes at the end where he needs to be, where the right place is, and just realising that it's just okay to be different. So that's a pretty cool theme. And then we have like the the coming of age, which just with any show where like kids are the lead in this kind of, you know, sort of dangerous situation, uh you have Dan. We've literally seen these these kids and these actors like grow up. But the idea you have to sort of slay your personal monsters in that growing up. we see that a lot with Eleven having to face her or face father to become her own person because she has different beliefs and values than maybe he does, and that conflicts. So and now she's of an age where she can sort of make her own decisions so rather than being under the control, you see her become her own person. And when she does eventually get her own powers, and that kind of ties with the other reason why I like really like Vecna, his the way he attacks people. It goes like internal, and he he haunts people through their guilt, the guilt they feel over things they've done in the past. And that's such a that that's such a hard thing, like a, a, a deep cut <laughs> to do. Because if it's external, you can you know you can fight, you can you can hit, you can shoot or something. But when it's internal over something you've done, that's such a hard thing to deal. But you have that theme about like guilt and needing to forgive yourself and uh, and move on, and like this thought of something you've done coming back to haunt you in that way, that's such a powerful way to attack someone. So I really like the character because of that as well. Um, what did you guys think? I don't know if there was anything, I, like any other themes in there that you picked up on?
2: I think it was nice to summarise, but also <laughs> I think it's a good, a good thing about grief as well and, like, trying to get, like, knowing that everyone has their own grief that they carry, which is sort of like what you said about Dealing with
0: emotional baggage, isn't it? So, yeah, it is everyone's got to like deal with something, and it comes in the relationships as well. People have got yeah. to deal with things, so yeah.
1: I think it also like brought in themes of um, what's the word? Uh, not. There was like a lot about people not believing a story, or like not getting okay, not getting the full story. Sorry, yeah. Obviously, we had like. Everyone just automatically believing that Eddie was the bad guy, (laughs) but then there was also like with Eleven's journey and like discovering like that full story.
0: Right, because she had some of the story, but
3: yeah, getting the other pieces. Not lies per se, but just kind of like not having the full picture. Like yeah, just because people weren't sharing the whole story, or people just didn't understand it. Like even as simple as like when. Will is trying to kind of confess his feelings and it just kind of goes over somebody's head. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) he's trying to say it, but it's not registering. But that's kind of true too about like when people are trying to explain what's going on to their parents or cops to the bully who's trying to like he thinks is the right thing, like choosing to hear the story they want to hear, yeah. Um, anyway, and that like being used by Vecna because Vecna uses that a lot.
1: Yeah,
0: boy. Don't (laughs) want to admit stuff to other people, and
3: that's like, boy,
1: or to to themselves as well, and not being open to a to a new story, like being like stuck in the story that they know or the bits of a story that they know, and like refusing to really open up. Because even like, so I feel like with Eleven, that happens a lot over the show. But even just in the beginning, like you know, like uh i can't remember who brought it up earlier that like 11 not like admit kind of admitting that she was lying yeah Yeah. and i feel like that theme kind of keeps up like this this half story but in a way of like people purposely like not being open to know the difference the um the other story because even like joyce is like adamant that hopper's alive and like no one else will believe her (laughs) (laughs) was <laughs> just like no you're crazy <laughs> she's like no I know
0: <laughs> yeah okay so oh man there's just like so much in the show but yeah we gotta we gotta call it somewhere so that is our discussion on Stranger Things volume do they do volumes do they call them volumes or, season? or am seasons seasons it, it is seasons seasons who does volumes there's a show that does volumes anyway there's that's a show whole... that does
1: volumes yeah yeah
0: but... It's not this one. All right. So, yeah, that was our discussion. Let us know what you think. Was this the best season? Was this the second best season? Third or fourth? Anyway, let us know. And um, if you had a particular favorite character, moment, or just any other thought from the show, feedback at myamada.com. So that's our deep dive on Stranger Things. Before we end, Tazzy, let's check in with our guests and find out what they're up to.
1: All of our listeners, I'm going to ask both of you to tell us a bit, a bit more about yourselves, and just if you have any news or interesting projects you're working on that you want to share with us, and where people can find you online. So we will start with Liddell. Do you want to let us know?
2: Uh, yeah. So you can find me online everywhere at Passel 90. I am going to be at a Destiny event actually this weekend, Friday, so if you like Destiny 2 and you happen to get tickets, you'll find me there. Or I'm probably going to be streaming a bit on Twitch and I'm currently a Safe in Our World ambassador and an Intergames um, champion as well, so come and talk to me if you need me. (laughs) love
1: that um <laughs> it sounds like you're very excited for the destiny event so
2: <laughs> way too excited
1: <laughs> um great we will uh, put some some links in in the show notes Jamila
3: uh, so mm-hmm. I can be found pretty much everywhere under black Betty cosplay or cosplays with an s on like I think just Instagram my con seasons kind of wrapped but that means I'm preparing for next year so I will be at Emerald City comic-con in 2023 um as well as a bunch of other cons coming up and then as far as projects i'm wrapping up uh bipoc vamp day which i do every year we're preparing for next year's event and then uh, we have a zine that we'll be putting out it's a charity fundraiser that we do for sickle cell anemia so that's pretty much linked on almost but uh yeah those are the main things i'm working on
0: Cool. Thank you for that. We'll make sure we've got links in our show notes so people can check that out. So Adele, Jamila, thank you both for joining us in this discussion. I feel like there's so much more we could have talked about, but I feel we got a good amount in about Stranger Things. Thank you to our listeners. If you enjoyed this episode of Story X Story, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating and review because that helps us reach new listeners, fans of Story Discussions. So don't forget to check out our own stories on the Myamada website. So we've got a number of manga titles that are available, including the latest release, series, Through the Fog. You can also join the Studio 77 Discord and check out the membership for exclusive access to events and content from the Myamada universe. So we're going to have more of that coming next year. And also next year is our Do I Look Like a Gamer? video game representation campaign which will be coming back again in 2023. uh, And we want to make it a yearly initiative. So we launched it this year so that future generations of diverse talent will know there's a place for them in video games. We want to empower them to be an active part of shaping the future of the games industry. So we're going to be working on our plans uh, to come back with a 2023 launch, which will include the photo campaign that we did this year too, and a whole schedule of events and activities. So stay tuned for that. Uh, As for the podcast, we release new episodes on Thursdays, and those include creator interviews, video game discussions, and deep dives into stories across pop culture like this one. Uh, So you can always give us a shout directly. Our email address is feedback at mymatter.com, and our website with links to subscribe is mymatter.com forward slash story x story. So that's the episode. Thank you for tuning in. uh, And until next time, stay safe. uh, And remember, get rid of all your clocks or resolve your own personal drama, whichever is easier. Take care, everyone.